You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Miller Sr., and I'm just excited because this is episode eight, and eight is the number of new beginnings, and this is going to be a new thing for me today because I am going to have my first guest on the podcast. And my first guest is none other than my help meet my best friend, my wife of 33 years. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and then we're going to kind of tell you what we're going to be doing here today. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Valerie Barnes Miller. I was born and raised in Camilla, Georgia. I moved to Augusta in April of 1986. I met Tony July 87, and we got married November 88. We have one son, Dale, and one daughter, Shoshana, grandson, Trey, and a grandson on the way in June. So it just gives me a great pleasure to be my husband's first special guest on his podcast today. And, and I thank you. I thank you. No, we can't forget about our daughter-in-law who's helping produce these grandchildren Amen. for us. Amen. Thank so, you, Eleni. Thank you, Eleni. And so what we're going to do, we're going to ask some questions of each other. We're going to ask each other the same question, and we're just going to take turns bouncing them off of each other. And this way, you're going to get an opportunity to learn more about me and also learn about my wife, Valerie. So are you ready for this, Valerie? Ready as I'm going to get. Okay. Well, let's, let's ask this first question. Question number one is, what do you enjoy about marriage? What do I enjoy about being married to you? Yes. Oh, man, that's easy, Tony. I enjoy being married to you because you are a God-fearing man, Tony. You practice what you preach. You love your family. And most of all, I like being married to you because I can share my life with you, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, I want to ask you that same question, Tony. What do you enjoy about marriage? Well, it's mine's answer is pretty similar to yours, Valerie, but I enjoy being with you. From the first time I met you, I enjoyed that beautiful smile of yours. And, and I enjoy us being together and laughing together. Listen, y'all, she makes me laugh constantly. We, we're, we're a walking sitcom and, and she would be the star of the show. Okay. So we're going to move to question number two. Valerie, what is it that made you say yes to me in marriage? Oh. What it was that made me say yes to you in marriage, what it, what it was, Tony, I liked about that. I didn't have a problem saying yes to you marrying me, asking me to marry you because you didn't rush me in making a commitment. We pretty much took our relationship slow and we took our time and it just went from, you know, one level to the next level. And then before you know it, we were dating and engaged and getting married. 
Okay. Now I want to ask you the same question, Tony. What was it that made you say yes to marry me? Okay. When I first met you, you you were working several jobs, a part-time job, a full-time job, and going to school. And and it showed me that you had a work work ethic that that I enjoyed watching you do and that you wanted something. And as a helpmeet, I wanted somebody that's going to help me meet some of the goals and visions that has been set for our house. And you you were my ace ace partner for that. I, I really appreciate that about you. Thank that you, baby. That you're a hard worker. And when you want something, you go after what you want. Yes, I do. Tony, now I would like you to name one valuable lesson that you have learned about marriage. One of the lessons that I've learned about marriage is that we have to do things as a team. We can never forget about being teammates. Um, that's one of the things that I've learned over these 33 years is the old fireman's code, never leave your man behind. We want to make sure that we keep up with each other. We never outrun the other one. We want to stay working and walking together. So let me ask you, name one valuable lesson that you've learned about marriage. Oh, man, that is easy. Both parties must give 100%. That 50-50, that doesn't work anymore. That's old. Now, Tony, I just want to ask you, by fourth question, what has been a major struggle in our marriage? For me, it's, it's easy because one of the things that I've noticed about you as compared to me is you don't have a regular routine with much of anything. Whereas with me, I come in, I put my keys in a certain spot. I put my pens in a certain spot. I put my wallet and phone, all of that in certain places. But you spend a lot of time looking for your things and, and, and incorporating me to help you find your, your keys and your phone are the main things that you are looking at. So I guess my organizational routine and your lack of routine would be the biggest struggle for me. Okay, what about you? What has been a major struggle in your marriage with me? I think the major struggle in marriage with, with, with in our marriage tone with you is our finance. You know, nobody's perfect, but in our finance, we have struggled. When our finances get tight, Tony struggles to blame himself most of the time and i have a problem with that because most of the time when we get in finance tight it's really not tony's fault it's my fault because i have overspent and didn't budget like i was supposed to but he often reminds me that hey i married you so it is my job to provide and take care of you regardless of the situation so i'm like well that's why i work too yeah well that's that's part of being a team so, you know, and as the head of the household, I believe that's part of my assignment to to lead the team in the, the right direction. Okay, here's question number five. What is the biggest thing that we have in common? You asking me that, Tony? Okay, the biggest thing we have in common, I think, is truly we both love each other. We love God and family and our family. We fa we're very family oriented. 
Okay. And I'm going to have to say ditto to that. I I think your background coming from their family, y'all, y'all a tight bunch of people. Y'all do make a lot of noise. Y'all are loud. Right now. Y'all are loud people. But, the barns alone. <laughs> but, and I came from a, a background of being family oriented. And, and so when we got together, that's, that's who we are. We love family. Matter of fact, just recently we were with our son and, and daughter-in-law and grandson and our daughter. And we were just having some good times together. So that is what. I feel is what we have in common. Okay, Tony. Question number six. If you could change anything about me, what would it be? Hmm. Again, I think I would change the organization part of you where you could just kind of make sure that you have placed things in their proper place. So we're not looking for them when you need them. And, I know. And, and, and that's, that's been my biggest gripe. You know, every day it's, it's the cell phone or uh, I'm going to add in there. It's the glasses. Also, she, she misplaces her glasses. So we, what, what about you? What, I understand. What, what? I understand, baby. You're you're right on that. And hey, I'm trying. God knows I'm trying. Okay. What I what I would one thing that I would change about you, Tony, is Tony, you are setting your ways on viewing situation. And you know, I know you're human, but to me, you just don't view things the way the average person view things. And then by by being that, it's like I don't know. I can't explain it. You have to just. I really have the person really have to just ask you a question about something and then hear your opinion and then they'll see what I'm saying. You don't view things like the average person. And if I had one thing to change you about, that's what it would be for you to view things the way the average person does. Okay. Here's question number seven. How do you handle disagreements with me? How do I, okay, okay, you caught me off guard, Tony. Well, when we first got married, I had a disagreement with you by shutting the door, screaming and hollering and, you know, really just acting like a fool. But as I mature in our marriage, I realize that, you know, we have each other. We got to work things out. We need to talk about it. And then we have learned to come to a solution or just agree to disagree. But most of all, you know, because God is is the, the head of our life, we have matured spiritually. So we try to work our situation out the biblical way. Now, Tony, I'm gonna turn that question around to you. How do you handle? How did you handle disagreement with me when we first got married, and now that we have been married 33 years? Well, I think we were both deal. We learned that screaming and hollering wasn't the solution because I think the screaming and hollering caused more problems. And just because we did mature as as adults and as Christians and even matured in our marriage as we grew together, I think we learned how to work through our problems without screaming, without hollering at one another. Amen. Understanding that we're still a team and we're on the same side. 
I like what you say when you say we agree to disagree, and we do a lot of that because we are so different. We we are as far as east meets west. We, Day and night, we see things differently, and and so that that would cause a lot of our disagreements. But I really appreciate where we are right now yes. in our relationship because those disagreements could last for a few days now they last a few minutes and and one of the great times i can remember when we had matured me and my wife had had a nice little disagreement about things and and she didn't see my way i didn't see her way but about 10 minutes after that she said hey listen i'm getting ready to cook dinner anything you want in particular and I know way back in the day that wouldn't have happened. Oh, wouldn't have. So we, we, I really appreciate that. Anything for you, baby. Anything for you. Now, I got a question for you now. What is your secret to being able to continue to be in this marriage with me for 33 years? <laughs> That's easy, too. I call it our three C's of commitment. Now, we're going to tag team this one. I think if it's okay with you, we're going to tag sure. team this one because... We, we teach this in our couples training and everything. And so the three C's of commitment are this. The first C is that we are committed to God or committed to Christ. We, we enjoy our relationship with Christ, serving Christ together. One of the great things we started last year at the beginning of uh, 21 is having our own devotional couples Bible study together. And we would do that in the morning after our own individual Bible studies. And and we enjoyed having that time together where we could discuss. Uh, so we just committed to our relationship with Christ. But the second C in the uh, three C's of commitment, we are committed to covenant, to the covenant of marriage. Yes. We, we understand how important marriage is. And I, I say this a lot. 98% of the time, we know where one another is and what we're doing. The other 2% is when the other one is trying to surprise their our significant other with something for a birthday or a holiday or just something, you know, like CB1 said, I just called to say I love you. It's just something special sometime. So the first two C's is we're committed to Christ. We're committed to covenant. Valerie, give them that last C. Oh, and that last C, we are committed to communication, which is one of my favorites because I have already, I always told Tony in the beginning when he first met me that communication was the key. I can't read his mind. He can't read my mind. So in a relationship, you need to talk. Matter of fact, on our third day, I told him, I said, this relationship ain't going to work. You're too quiet for me, honey. You need to talk to me. But guess what? And, you know, he got the message. So now he talked too much. <laughs> I got the message because, as Keith Sweat said, I wanted her. And, <laughs> and I made sure that I, I did what it took to, to keep her in my perspective. Okay, so we're almost about to wind this down. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as we are. You can tell that we have been together a long time and we, we know so much about each other. We just wanted to share this with you so that you can learn more about me and the woman I share my life with. So here's question number nine, Valerie. If a young couple approached you with advice on marriage, what would you give them? 
Great question, Tony. Great question. And my first answer would be to please have premarital counseling before you get married. Tony and I did have that, and I loved it. I still remember one thing about it, and it's a, the pastor told us, you got to have that agape love in a marriage. And agape means unconditional, meaning you got to learn love that husband, that spouse, that wife condition even when they do even when they do wrong you love them beyond they fault and also you know pre-marriage counseling to me helped me realize whether i was really ready for marriage or not because sometimes it helps you decide am i really ready for marriage or it also lets me know, yeah, marriage is good, but people think marriage is easy. You look at the different couples out there and you see people, oh, they've been married a long time. They're the perfect couple. But just with me and Tony's experience, yeah, I love Tony and we've been through a lot, but marriage is work. It is hard work, but I love it. If I had the chance to do it all over again, I would do it all over again with Tony. Oh, thank you. Oh, you love me, huh? Yes, I do, darling. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I would answer that question about if a young couple approached me. And that was good what you said, Valerie. Um, basically, you stole my answer. Sorry, baby. I would say learn trust. One of the problems in a lot of relationships now is there is no trust in the relationship. I agree. And so you you have to do what you say you're going to do, be where you say you're going to be, doing what you say you're going to do, because it's important that your mate can trust you and not have to worry because you're not in their presence what you're doing. And, and that's one of the things that my wife and I have done for years, we have made sure that the other one knew what we were doing and that we could trust each other, even away from one another. Okay, listen, this is the final question. And I believe Valerie's going to ask me this question and then we're going to get on out of your way. Yeah, Tony, uh, what does the last question I want to ask you is, what does your perfect date night looks like with you and me? Okay. To me, a perfect date is for us to go to a nice restaurant, not, not just a fast food restaurant, but a nice restaurant, have a good meal. My wife, unfortunately, we can never sit down together for my wife's favorite foods. She loves seafood. seafood. She loves shrimp, crabs. I'm allergic to those things. So we, I can't have those things or I end up in the hospital for that night like we did early on in our marriage. But she's becoming to, to be a steak lover. So we go out to a nice steak dinner, maybe come home, watch a good movie. If we don't go to a movie, we don't even know what that is now in COVID season. We watch so many movies at home together. But and then just enjoy each other's company in the future. I'm going to do some episodes on the five love languages and, and and make sure you can discover which love language that you need to love your partner with. But that's what I would call my uh, perfect date night with my wife. Valerie, what is your perfect date night scenario? Well, 
You pretty much stole my idea as well, Tony, about the moving, going out to eat, because I do like to eat. But I have learned, like Tony said, with the COVID situation, you know, we had to back off on going out. So me, I would love to do candlelight dinner at the house. And after we eat, then we go out and get some ice cream. Then we come back and watch a good movie. That's, you know, that's, that's a great date night for me. Okay, well, listen, our time is almost up, but I just wanted to take this time to tell my wife, thank you for being a part of this episode. I know she 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 doesn't like to be in platforms like this, but because she loves me, she made this commitment, and I would really love for your feedback on how she did. Send those emails to us at tmrelationshiptherapy.com at gmail.com and let us know how she did okay and maybe i can have her as if y'all respond the right way i can have her as a permanent guest so you can hear the female side of some of the things that i'm saying don't you think that's a great idea valerie sure because you know i'm gonna tell you like it i is all right. Any last words that you have, Valerie, before we close out today? Yes, baby. I would just like to thank you for taking this opportunity and allowing me to be your first guest. Of course, you know, I've been married to you 33 years. I would think it would just be easy, but it, I have been so nervous. So if I messed up, charge it to my heart, not my head. Well, you did a great job. And listen, marriage is hard work. And every day we keep working at marriage. You don't get to the pinnacle of, of marriage and just stop. You have to continue to work together because we're going to always face things that, that are new to us and we have to learn to face those things together. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but before I go, as always, please remember, it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you and have a great time. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.